Hello to you, my name is David, and this is video clip number 21, video clip or podcast number 21, in a series of video clips and podcasts on a study in the first epistle of John. These Bible study clips can be found on Facebook and YouTube and also on Anchor Podcast and Spotify Podcast and some other platforms. Just look for the words, words of light Bible study, that's words of light, not life. We finished chapter 3 in the first epistle of John in the last study segment, so let's go to verse 1 of chapter 4. And I read now from the King James Version of the Holy Bible. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Looking at the first part of this verse, it is easy to see that the word spirit is of importance here, if we are to understand this verse. There is the Spirit of God... We can say the Holy Spirit, which is definitely spelled with a capital S. And there is the Spirit of Man, which, by the way, does not merit a capital S. Just for a point of some importance, let me say that the Spirit of Man and the Soul of Man are not the same thing. This can be a controversial subject, but for our purpose here, which is to understand the meaning of the word Spirit in our study verse, we will tread a bit lightly but earnestly and point out that the difference between soul and spirit is a difference of operation. We have what is referred to as the spirit of man. The spirit of man is associated with our minds and we can draw conclusions about spiritual things by our spirit functioning on its own, independent from any influence from God or our spirit. The spirit of man can accept the truth of God's word and accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God, as our Savior and Redeemer, believe in the Word of God, and then God's Spirit will reside in us. When this happens, the Spirit itself, that is to say, God's Spirit, beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. We see this in the book of Romans, chapter 8 and verse 16, which says, The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Through God's Spirit, our spirit can be quickened and our minds receptive to God's Word. And so we can gain the ability to discern false doctrine or any spirit that is not of God. If anyone introduces anything to us that is not of the Spirit of God, we will be able to recognize this, but only through the power of God's Holy Spirit, capital S, acting upon our spirit. Back to our verse again, verse 1 from chapter 4 of the first epistle of John. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. So we are not to believe every spirit, but we are to try the spirits to make sure they are from God. This tells us that there are forces working against us, and there will be occasions when we must try these spirits. We must make a decision as to whether or not a particular spirit is of God. If we do not do this, it becomes very easy for false doctrine to weave its way into our minds. If we do not try the spirits, it could be very easy for Christians to be pulled away from their first love, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the living word of God. There were dangers to the church in John's time, and there are more dangers to the church right now, today. What do I mean when I refer to the church? 
The church I refer to is made up of all true believers in Jesus Christ throughout this planet, regardless of the name they go by or the facility in which they worship. We are in the last part of the last days, and the God of this world, Satan, has good reason to be working feverishly against God's church, against God's children. Satan's time is short. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verses 3 through 4 read, For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. That is what the Word of God says, and that is why we must try the spirits. Now, reading our study verse again to make sure that we stay on thought, the first epistle of John, chapter 4, and verse 1. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. The last part of this verse reads, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. How many false prophets are gone out into our country, the United States? With the many millions of people that we have in this country alone, we can safely know that there are tens of thousands of false prophets at work. These false prophets are not spreading their deceit among people that do not even heed God's word in the first place. There is no reason to waste time and effort on men and women that have no time for God's holy word in their lives. Such people are effectively destroying themselves through ignorance and weird forms of selfishness, rebellion, disregard for God's word, and disregard for their own standing before God. False prophets are working hard, attempting to work their deceit into the fiber of Christianity. Thus, weak Christians are further weakened. Weak churches are further weakened. There are seven churches or church ages from the beginning of the church at Pentecost to the last church and church age that exist up until the rapture. We are in the sixth church age and God's people that make up this church globally are seeing false prophets work toward bringing in the last church age or church if you will. You can study this in the book of Revelation. You and I are living between Revelation chapter 3 verse 7 and Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. We are members of the church of Philadelphia as described in the book of Revelation. There are also right now as you hear this many members on this earth of the church of the Laodiceans. We are transitioning from the true church of Philadelphia into the church of the Laodiceans, which is guided by lukewarm men that only profess a love for God. They do not have a true love for God. They do not receive the word of God into their minds and hearts with true belief. So they do not have God's Holy Spirit working within them. If a man does not have the word of God, then that man does not have a true belief in Jesus Christ as his or her Savior. Do you wonder why I draw such a relationship between the word of God and his son Jesus Christ. The book of John chapter 1 and verse 1 reads, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Again from the book of John chapter 10 and verse 30 it reads, I and my father are one. The book of John chapter 14 and verse 6 reads, Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. I use these verses a lot and I do so without apology. There are so many religions in the world today that it is almost unbelievable. Religions are man-made. 
Christianity is of God. There are many false teachers today, preachers and teachers of false doctrines. One of the fields they work in are the countless churches that are turning away from their first love, the love for God's word, love for Christ. Many churches are full of weak Christians who are not adequately taught, not adequately schooled in the things of God, not really knowledgeable in God's word, but rather diverted from the word of God and immersed in social and socio-political endeavors. I mentioned the Church of Philadelphia and the Church of the Laodiceans, the last two churches of the seven church ages spoken of in the book of Revelation. Again, I say that we are now transitioning from the Church of Philadelphia into the beginnings of the Church of the Laodiceans. This transition does not happen at the blink of an eye or the snap of a finger. In the book of Revelation, God speaks to all seven churches of the church ages. It would be good now to read what is said to the last two churches of the church ages. I will read this from the New International Version of the Holy Bible. First, God's word to the church of this present church age that you and I are in right now. And know that this is the second to the last church of the church ages. And members of this church will be taken up in the rapture prior to the great tribulation. From the book of Revelation chapter 3 and verses 7 through 13. To the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, These are the words of him who is holy and true, who holds the key of David. What he opens no man can shut, and what he shuts no one can open. I know your deeds. See, I have placed before you an open door that no one can shut. I know that you have little strength, yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. I will make those who are of the synagogue of Satan, who claim to be Jews, though they are not, but are liars, I will make them come and fall down at your feet, and knowledge that I have loved you. Since you have kept my command to endure patiently, I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come on the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth. I am coming soon. Hold on to what you have so that no one will take your crown. The one who is victorious, I will make a pillar in the temple of my God. Never again will they leave it. I will write on them the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which is coming down out of heaven from my God. And I will also write on them my new name. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Now let's read God's words to the church of Laodicea, Revelation chapter 3 and verses 14 through 17. To the angel of the church in Laodicea write, These are the words of the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the ruler of God's creation. I know your deeds, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were either one or the other. So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. You say, I am rich, I have acquired wealth, and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are a wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. As we progress further into the last days of these end times, let us make sure that we are not like the church of Laodicea. Pay attention to your standing in the eyes of God. Study God's word. Take the time to do that. Many activities and diversions work to keep you from doing anything other than reading and studying God's word. Now let's read a few Bible passes, uh, passages and other books of the Bible. Let's go to the Old Testament Proverbs uh, chapter 3 verses 5 through 6. I read this from the English Standard Version. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. 
from the book of Micah, chapter 7, verses 5 and 6, English Standard Version. Put no trust in a neighbor. Have no confidence in a friend. Guard the doors of your mouth from her who lies in your arms. For the son treats the father with contempt. The daughter rises up against her mother. The daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. The book of Hebrews, chapter 13, verse 8, English Standard Version again. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Back to the Old Testament, Proverbs 16:20, chapter 16, verse 20. Whoever gives thought to the word will discover good, and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. I ask you, if you are a man that has no mindfulness for God's word, what kind of man are you? If you are a man that has no time for God's word in your life, what are you doing to your wife? and children and to yourself. In the Old Testament and in the book of Ezekiel chapter 12 and verse 2 from the New International Version of the Holy Bible we read, Son of man, you are living among a rebellious people. They have eyes to see but do not see and ears to hear but do not hear for they are a rebellious people. Living among such people is something you might not be able to change during these last days, but that does not mean that you have to be like them. From the New International Version, listen to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5. through 5. But mark this, there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves. Lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. There's nothing accidental about these words in the Word of God. The book of Romans chapter 10 and verse 9 is not accidental either. We read from the King James Version that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 16 from the New International Version Watch your life and doctrine closely. Preserve them preserve in them because if you do you will save both yourself and your hearers I am asking you to start heeding God's Word now I'm asking you to read God's Word and if it is something that seems odd to you just open your eyes and see what God's Word has for you here's another purposeful verse and all verses are with purpose Romans chapter 10 verse 17 so then faith, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. These verses are for you, and they are for me. We will read and study from chapter 4 and verses 2 and 3 from the first epistle of John. And we will do that in the next video because time is up for this video. Thank you for listening, and I hope you will be here for the next video clip in this series. Thank you again. Bye-bye.